Welcome to Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are Fran Path Consulting. Pleasure to be with you today, Brittany Bodie. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? Doing well. Doing well. Just got back last night. As you know, I took a, a trip to the Northwoods of Wisconsin to be in my best friend's big wedding extravaganza. So finally feeling like I'm I'm well rested again. Four days away from home is a lot for this lady. <laughs> it was uh, an extravaganza to say the least. I mean, they had a four day event for a wedding, which was wild. Um, but it looked like you guys had a blast. So hopefully you got a little catch up on sleep, but I hope you had a good time. Yes, it was um it was the wedding of the century. People were texting back and forth saying, we should do this again for your 10-year anniversary. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this again, especially <laughs> in 10 years. I don't know that I can handle that. But it feels good. I I told my husband, I'm like, I'll be in the tub for the next three hours because you know me, I take a bath every day. And so I was like, there was no tub at our uh, at our cabin that we were staying in. So I definitely didn't get to do that. But that's a, an important self-care ritual that I take advantage of almost seven days a week, which is a little <laughs> embarrassing, but also true. I think one of the things that you and I are talking a lot about, just not work-related, offline, is the importance of self-care. I mean, when, you know, I'm, I'm a typical American, we make resolutions. And one of the things that was on my resolution this year was to focus on taking better care of myself, taking the time to do beauty routines that I want to do, to, you know, go to doctors that are important to see. And one of the things that I feel like I'm really focused on now is just being very aware and intentional about what I consume and the products that I'm using, paying attention to ingredients lists. I think that's something that I'm really focused on this year too. I think you and everybody else, right? I, I don't remember even five years ago, people really weren't talking about what they were putting on your skin. If it was expensive, you really felt like it was better. Mm -hmm. If, you, you know, there was really no discussion. I think, I don't know, with the introduction of gluten-free and some of those things, we were like, okay, well, that must be great for your body. Or you started to hear about aspartame and some of those things that you shouldn't be consuming. But beauty products and bath products and, and all of those things, I feel like that's been very recent that people have really started to put a precedence on their health in that capacity. And that's created a massive need in the marketplace for products to fill those services and help those people have something that resonates with their personal value system and also taking care of themselves in that capacity. So it is, it's an interesting thing that we've seen with clients as well. Yeah, when I'm talking about what brands am I going to put in front of them, I'm being asked those questions. Like I have a you know, son who has a red dye allergy, or I have a dog that has you know reactions to their skin, or I can't use bleach in my you know cleaning products because I'm allergic to it. And I'm allergic to like everything. So that is kind of sparked me uh, being really aware of what I use. But I think as consumers, we're getting smarter and I'm really excited to see that we have some incredible brands 
that are thinking about taking care of people and using great products and building a foundation on a company on some great core values and delivering great products. And one of those companies is with us today and there are guests on this podcast, so I will not hold off any longer. We're really excited to have Magnolia Soap and Bath join us. And we have Megan Bynum, who is the CEO and founder, and then our old longtime friend, Bobby Brennan, who is managing director at Front Street Partners, who's representing them on the franchise sales side. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. We're excited. We are so excited to have you guys. Now, Bobby, you're an old and dear friend of ours. And we kind of kicked this off at the beginning when we were chatting offline. We think you officially win the award for being on our podcast. <laughs> so, we won't make you tell our, your background for the hundredth time. And to our listeners, if you want to learn more about the rock star that is Bobby Brennan, tune in to many episodes that he is on with Front Street. So welcome, Bobby, and, and thanks for being here. So Megan, I'm going to kick it to you. We would love to hear more about your background and really what led you to found this incredible company. Yes, thank you guys for having us today. And yes, of course, I'm so honored to just be in Bobby's presence. You know, he's he's always <laughs> He definitely brings a, a, a lot of spunk to the brand, and we're, we're, we're thankful to have him in Front Street with us. Um, but yeah, I started Magnolia Soap really out of a need for um, a plant-based alternative for everything I was using. Like you said earlier um, in your intro, I, I, I was pregnant with my first child eight years ago and became that crazy mom that was like looking at every recipe, every ingredient, everything that went on my baby's body. And um, from there, I realized even things that said baby on it aren't necessarily the best thing for a baby. Um, and so from there, it's where I kind of like there has to be a better alternative. There has to be a cleaner alternative because even again, this baby product is not pure and clean like it says it is. Um, and so my husband comes home one day. I'm in the kitchen poor thing thinks I'm in there cooking and I'm not, I'm in there whipping up some, some butt paste actually. <laughs> and I was like, there, I need butt paste. And I read the ingredients on the butt paste I have here and it's terrible. So I'm making my own. And so again, it just really came out of a need for a cleaner alternative to everything I was using on my baby. Um, and then from there, um, as soon as I had my first child, my, my background is cosmetology. Um, and so I was, I was, I opened up my first hair salon and in that hair salon, again, I got really cognitive of all the ingredients that were used and the scrubs and the lotions and things like that. Um, and I wanted an organic plant-based version of that and they didn't have it. So I made it. And so that's, that's where Magnolia was, was started. Um, it, it came out of the need for the plant-based alternative. Um, and there just wasn't anything out there on the marketplace that that fit my standards. And that is it's so typical of a business owner, right, to take something that they need. But you've turned that need for butt paste for your baby <laughs> and just being so cognitive of everything that was going into his or her little body and turned it into a phenomenal business because Magnolia is a lot more 
than butt paste right now. Can you just <laughs> tell <laughs> us? Paste right now, which I need to add to. <laughs> yeah, on the list. There are other moms out there making their own butt paste going, where can I get this? So, <laughs> can you tell us what you have now in your locations and really what this love of creating something grew into for you? Yeah. So it's so funny to look back. I mean, just five years ago when I started this, all I had in my, my little downtown New Albany, Mississippi location were soaps, scrubs, butters, shower oils, and laundry soap and pet items. Um, now in our locations, we have over, I think the last SKU count was around 120 SKUs. So we've definitely grown into more of like a lifestyle brand to where we're really, you know, if, if, if any of our customers came in and said, hey, I'd really like a plant-based alternative to this, okay, give me three or four weeks and I'm going to have that made for you. And so we've really turned it into more of a lifestyle brand. So we've got things from, you know, in your shower, you've got your scrubs, you've got your, um, your facial care in this. Like I, I say that cause I didn't wash my face in the shower, but you've got like your charcoal bars and your face scrubs. Um, but then you can also, when you get out, you've got your body butters, you've got your shower oils, you've got your, um, your moisturizers and all of that to add on to your facial plan. For our men, we add, we expanded that pretty rapidly. Um, believe it or not, men become our biggest fans. They're very much loyalists and they love their products. And so we created a, um, a shave soap. Oh my gosh, this shave soap. I have to tell this story because it's just near and dear to my heart, but I have a 72 year old farmer. I'm, I'm in Mississippi. So you can imagine um, little small towns, um, this little farmer comes in in his dicky overalls and, and I was like, oh man, what is he here for? You know, but he came in and goes straight to my men line, my men's, my men's care line and grabs some of that shave soap. And he said, I need to talk to the owner. And I was like, that's me, sir. You know, what can I help you with? And he's like, this stuff is better than sliced bread. And so like it just, that really just showed me like, you know, this 72 year old farmer comes in my store makes this, makes a trip in town for my shave soap because it made a difference in his skincare. He said, I'm, I'm not having to use five or six cans of shaving cream. This thing lasts me three months. It doesn't have any razor burn when I'm done. He's like, it's amazing. And so again, we just take, as we hear things that are needed and, and our consumers are, are talking about products that they want, we, we make a better version of it and, and a, and a plant-based version of that. One thing to add to that, I think is really important is, you know, we have what uh, I think I've heard called before and probably stole it from your guys' podcast is the illusion of complexity in mm -hmm. that we have all these great SKUs, but a lot of them are one of 10 product lines, about seven of our product lines, create about 70% of our revenue in our stores, but it's different fragrances or a different color, uh, coloration that we're using. So it seems like there's a ton to the consumer, a ton of options that they can get anything and everything. But as a franchise owner, it's it's really a pretty simple business model, which is the genius of what Megan's built with, uh, with Magnolia. That was really what I was going to ask is, you know, we're bringing on, you know, we bring our clients this brand and what if they don't come from cosmetology? What if they don't know how to make lotions and potions and soap and all of this fun stuff? You know, so how are you streamlining that 
for the franchisees, you know, from a supply chain standpoint, teaching them how to make products. I, if I'm not mistaken, they'll even make some products in the store with customers and make it kind of an experience, which people love. So talk to us a little bit about how you're managing some of that supply chain and, and teaching franchisees and their staff more about the products. Yeah, like Bobby said, it's a super simple business model. Um, that's one thing that I wanted to do. And even from when I first began with Magnolia is in the back of my mind, I had that mindset of I have to make this easy enough so that it's duplicable and replicable so that everyone can do this. Um, and, and I share the story every time in a discovery day. When I first started making soap, I had to have my blocks of shea butter, my blocks of coconut oil and all of that. So it was a very time consuming uh very you have to have the temperatures just right you have to have the blends just right it, i mean it, i can pour soap all day long and make five loaves but what we did what we did um, with magnolia is we customized a very proprietary um soap pouring process where i master batch my soap blends they're already heated in a barrel ready to go you have this heat band around it so it keeps it at the perfect temperature all day every day and now my franchise owners can go pump out their 90 ounces add their fragrance add their mica and pour soap and now you can make 60 to 70 loaves a day versus five when i first began this so there's a lot of tweaks that we made along the road that we we're like this is great that I'm making five loaves a day, but how that's not scalable. And um, and so my husband has a biochemistry background. So we kind of put our heads together and started just figuring out easier ways. And an another thing that we did that differentiates us from, you know, your mom and pop soap makers is um, our live formulation. So most people have to set their, you know, have to have their soap setting for four to six weeks in order to get it completely cured and on the floor. Um, but the way that we formulated our lie and my husband did all this, not me, um, but we we have it where you can literally pour your soap. And then within a couple of hours, your soap is ready to go on the floor and be and be used for consumer use. So we took a lot of the guesswork out of it. We took a lot of the hard knocks. We learned the hard way. We took all the all the mistakes and perfected those. And we're continually doing that every single day. I mean, we just rolled out our learning management system. So if you can follow. Follow a recipe, you could absolutely make soap. If you can follow a recipe, you can you can make anything that we have in our, our entire um, store. And so we make it very user friendly, very easy. Um, it doesn't you don't have to come from, you know, a cosmetology background or science background. We make it so convenient for you and easy to do. To add to that, I mean, some of the franchisees we've signed on recently had backgrounds in healthcare or um, we have accountants, we have people that were community um, uh, liaisons and just worked in, but this is really a community-based business, which is the fun part about what we do is because as Megan mentioned, and I think Britt, you talked about it, it's experiential. We call it retailtainment. And what I mean by that is it's retail and entertainment. You walk in and I know Megan will talk about this more, but you, all your senses are overwhelmed. It's completely different than what most retail experiences are when you can actually see where your products are being made. And you can even, to your point, with some of the parties and different events we have, you can actually participate in making that. And that makes just, you're taking the mundane and you're adding a little bit of joy and making the fun of, next time I wash my hands, I'm going to think about, hey, I was there with some colleagues or friends doing a soap party. Um, when someone washes their hands at my house, they ask, where did you get this soap? Because I poured mm -hmm. it down at Magnolia when we were down in New Albany, Mississippi. And um, it's completely unique and different and consumers notice it immediately. 
So you guys mentioned we're different than the mom and pop soap makers. We'd be remiss to not talk about their major competitors in this space, right? You walk into certain malls or retail centers, you have kind of the big box bath bomb companies <laughs> that are out there that you guys are also competing with. Will you tell us a little bit about your differentiators, but also what is that Magnolia experience? If somebody closed their eyes and you're walking them into, what is it like to be in a Magnolia soap and bath? And how are you guys different from those other companies that are already out there? Well, kind of like what Bobby said earlier, we, we, we pride ourselves in that experiential retail. Um, so we're engaging all senses when you walk in a store. If you were to go into some of our competition, it's more of just, hey, welcome, you know, how can I help you? When you come into Magnolia, you're going to, first of all, have to go through a swarm of bubbles as you're walking in. And you're going to have the smells because we're making all of the products right in front of you. So that that's huge and, and very much a differentiator um, from a lot of our competition is that we're making all the products right in front of you. The ingredient transparency is right there in front of you. You're going to see the shea butter going into the whip. You're going to see the oils going into the whips and you know exactly what's going on your body when you take that finished product off of the shelf and put it on your skin. And so I think that experiential side of it really differentiates us from our competition. Yeah, to add to that too, I think the, the three main kind of pillars of the, the brand that Megan's created is, you know, like you said, the, the naturally beautiful, like, clean ingredients, non-toxic, like that's a big piece of it, you know, naturally beautiful, even the colors, they're not the boring colors you think when you think about, oh, organic, like it's not the, the, you know, undertones, you think the earthy colors, you actually have some fun colors because they use a, a mica, which is a mineral they use to, to make it so beautiful. And then locally handcrafted, which as Megan mentioned is completely unique that you can see the products being made. But the other piece, and you can hear it in Megan's draw, is the Southern charm and the Southern hospitality. We want people, everything from the products, even the display tables, those are made, handmade in Mississippi, shipped out to our franchisees. So you're really bringing a piece of the South and, and really that Southern hospitality, that Southern charm to these different communities. And we all know what customer service has done in the last three years. Since COVID, everyone's talked about how difficult labor is and customer service. We wanna be the haven where people come and actually number one, look forward to being there but then get an amazing product that sells itself as long as you get it in your hand. We do samplings. We like to jokingly say we're, uh, we're the soap dealers, not the dope dealers, but people are like crack addicts with this stuff. Like they love it. They come in, they need their laundry soap. They need their, their body butter, their shave gel. Um, but bringing that piece of the South, that Southern hospitality, we like to think we want to be the Chick-fil-A of retail. And what I mean when I say that is our grand openings have a line around the block. We want that. We love that. That's great marketing. Number two, we have an amazing product that's fantastic. People love it. But when you pair that with a unique customer experience, an amazing customer service, that's when you create something really truly special that has an operational moat because the competition, they're not focused on the customer service. They don't have the local community feel. And a lot of times they use the dyes, they use the harsh chemicals and the things that a lot of us don't want in our bodies or on the products we're putting in our bodies. It sounds like just an incredible business model. And like you said, you wanted to be able to replicate this and not have it just be in the first store in Mississippi. One of the things that I really love is you've built this business model out of small towns. 
Like I'm from the South. I know what small towns, Southern towns are like, and I'm just blown away at the numbers that you're doing in these small towns. So it's exciting for us when we get somebody who's in that smaller market that there are opportunities that can excel. You know, as we think through our clients, tell us more. And Bobby, I'll kick this to you. You're talking to our clients every day. Who should we bring you for this brand? What is resonating with them? What's their background look like? Tell us more about who you're talking to and, and between the two of you, who you feel is a great fit for the brand. Yeah, like the main thing for us is obviously, you know, the competition, we, we talked about that briefly. They'll sell 50 or 100 units to one franchise group. It's in their FTD. They'll sell over 100. And, you know, here's here's the discount you get. We're not going that route. We want that local feel. That's one of the big selling points of Magnolia is people walk in. They don't necessarily think it's a nationwide franchise. We're locally owned, but nationally backed with Magnolia's open back, which is hugely important because our economies of scale are amazing. That being said, the right candidate is somebody who's community focused. If you guys are talking to someone and they mentioned, you know, I really would love a great business idea, but I'm just focused on my community. I really love my community. I know everybody in my community, whether it's as large or small, we're in metros like Chicago, Memphis, Oklahoma City, we're opening in Dallas, we're going up in Rhode Island in Connecticut very soon here. However, we grew historically by customers. So all those locations you guys see on the map, the 20 plus locations in Mississippi, those weren't people they went out and tried to find or spent a dime on franchise lead generation. Those were customers that were raving fans that said, hey, I love this product. I've got to be a part of this too. I love it so much. I'm buying and spending money there. It's something they can get behind. So if they have a passion for clean ingredients, clean and healthy living, that's something that really resonates with our, our clients, our franchisees. If it's somebody that's community oriented and focused, that's huge. And especially people with a multi-unit mindset. And there's a reason you guys see some of the largest franchise owners out there are in brick and mortar. There's a reason because it's one of the most scalable executive or semi-absentee type models if you get the right management in place. And it can be really something that can scale. And we want to get to those large you know, multi-unit franchise buyers. We've just started this year awarding multiple territories for people out of the gates from a multi-unit development agreement. But we have a franchisee who's getting ready to open their third location in three years because they've continued to grow. So community focus, we want a multi-unit mindset, and we really want people that are passionate about clean products and ingredients. If it's just a money play, it may not be the right fit just because the local execution and loving on your local community is so important. And one of the things that we do, and Megan, maybe I'll let you talk a little bit more about is, is a, a program called Hope and Soap where we partner with local charities and that's just a huge driver. So whether it's the local school or local events, from a marketing perspective, I think we have an unfair advantage because we really have the opportunity to not just sell soap, but impact the community. That's what we're doing. This is a community-driven business, not just selling soap. It's product can people can be proud of and love, but it's really giving back to the community. So Megan, feel free to add to any of that. Yeah, no, our Hope and Soap program is just a fabulous way for us to just really involve our community at a, you know, at a community level, I mean, we're, we're able to touch 12 charities every single year with this. And it's been an amazing, amazing advantage for our franchisees to really engage with people that may not have normally had, you know, coming through the doors. And so um, like this month, we're with um, childhood. We're, we're doing our, our Hope and Soap is for Childhood Cancer Awareness. And so we're partnering with some of the local girls in our community. And I say girls because that's who came into this local store where I'm at. 
Um, and we poured soap with her and she made her own custom soap that's going to be, you know, sold. And all the proceeds from that sale goes to her and her. They're doing a um, St. Jude fun run. And so all of that's going to her fun run for that. So we're able to directly um, change and help, uh, you know, an individual in our community with this Hope and Soap program. That is so fantastic. And I think franchise owners do want to feel connected to their community. So many people that we talk to, I mean, even I have a client currently working with you and he was immediately like, I only want high margin, high return, no brick and mortar, like completely the opposite. We went through a subset of businesses and then started talking more. He's now looking at Magnolia coming to a discovery day because he's like, so the end of the day, that's what I thought I wanted. Then I started looking at it and I realized that what I really want is something that our family can be involved in, proud to share with the community and little things like hope and soap make massive differences in the community, but also for franchisee satisfaction because it's more than profit. Profit's great, but if you can have other things going for you, it's fantastic as well. So, at the end of every podcast, you guys, we ask two questions. So I'll give you the first one. I'll let Brittany give you the second one. But I would love to know, what is your personal compelling? And Bobby, I won't ask you because you've had it twice in the last like <laughs> few weeks here. But Megan, could you tell us what is your personal compelling reason for being involved in the franchise industry? You could have done this a lot of different ways. Corporate stores, been happy with just a few locations. Why franchising? I love the idea behind the franchising is, again, the, the whole topic of our entire podcast. We've talked about that community driven um, centric business model. And again, I could have done the corporate model. I've got 12 corporate stores, um, but I also don't feel like I'm able to love on my community and make that difference in my community if I am not there and if I am not present. And so for me, the franchising option was a the quickest way to scale this, but also for for our local communities to have that that locally made handcrafted um, product by that person in their community. I love that. I mean, you're building a brand that is so focused on having that local feel, and we hear it all the time that people are like, "I want to support local small businesses." And I think sometimes people don't think that when they think franchising and being able to have those extra special touches that maybe this scent works really well in this market, but wouldn't hit it off so great in this market or whatever it may be, the the special touches that make it feel local. I love that piece. And I love kind of your mission and why you're looking to scale the franchise way. It sounds like you're very franchisee focused. You've built an incredible brand. And I'm sure you're a mom, you're a business owner, you're a wife, just going through life, people typically give you advice. So what's the best piece of advice that you can share with our listeners? Could be about personal or business, whatever you'd like. I think that the best advice that I ever received um, was to surround myself with wise counsel. That's one thing that I have never been too shy to, or pride never got in the way. If I didn't know something, I'm going to talk to somebody and figure out a way to, to get that answer to that question. And so, I mean, that's with anything in life. If you, if, if you don't know it, find, find wise counsel, because there's someone out there that knows better. 
I think that's great. I mean, it does. It translates to everything. And you certainly have surrounded yourself with some great counsel on the development side and, and all the support that you're getting from Bobby and his team. So thank you so much for just sharing your story. It's so great to hear your excitement around the brand and your vision for your company and your franchisees for the future. And we really appreciate your time today. Thank you for having us, for sure. Thank you, guys. So if you'd like to learn more about franchising and diversifying your portfolio through franchising, email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Follow the FranPath Consulting Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Please rate and review us five stars. You can also follow us on Instagram at FranPath, Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting. Or go to our website, franpathconsulting.com, to take your free business assessment. Mm-hmm.